Good morning, this Tuesday morning. Welcome to our devotional, Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We're going to pick up where we left off yesterday, as we had been talking about the authority that had been given to the believer, and how we are to enforce the authority and the work of Christ here on this earth. We had talked about God's not willing, nor wanting anyone to perish, but he does want us to preach, to testify, to proclaim the gospel of what Christ has done for man. And everything that Christ has done for man is a finished work. In other words, Christ did it all on the cross. And the times of ignorance, uh, of of saying, well, I didn't know that, that has passed for the 2,000 years since Jesus was uh, crucified, uh, buried, and rose from the dead. The gospel has been enforced with power, to declare that man's salvation has been made available. We can be freed from the kingdom of darkness. We can be delivered from its power, from its deception, from its darkness, and we can walk in the light of the gospel of Christ. Now, another section of scripture that we're going to look at today is in the book of Luke in chapter 10, verse 19. There are several things that we can consider here as we look at it slowly. It says, Behold, I give unto you power. Number one, it's given. You don't earn it. It's given. It's not something that uh, you can go and buy and purchase somewhere and, and say, Well, I've got it is given. Behold, I give unto you power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing by shall any means hurt you. Now, it's interesting because when this took place, the disciples had just come back from having been sent by Jesus, and they had been sent in groups of two at a time, two and two and two and two and two, and to go and preach everywhere and proclaim to heal the sick, to raise the dead, uh, to cast out devils, all of these things. They came back rejoicing. They came back overjoyed. That even demons were subjected unto his name. Uh, and and they, they, it was just something uh, phenomenal for them. And in the midst of all of that, when it is declared, Jesus tells them, Okay, you know, that's good, that's fine, that, that you guys are rejoicing over this, but rejoice more that your name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. You've got to make sure... That your name is written in the Lamb's book of life because everything else will be worthless. Everything else will have uh, served no purpose uh, in your life if you miss out in the kingdom of God. So, as we look at this, there's also something that is mentioned there. In verse number 18, it says, And he said unto them, I beheld Satan as lightning fall from heaven. And then, uh, of course, in verse 20, notwithstanding, uh, in this rejoice, not that the spirits are subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in the, uh, written in heaven. So, once again, behold, I give unto you power. We had identified that word as exousia, which means authority. It's something that is delegated. It is a privilege. Uh, a, a privilege is something that belongs to a select group of people 
that are part of something bigger that has been established for them. So, we are given the ability, because of the authority, we're given the privilege, we're given the force and the capacity, we're given the competency, we're given the freedom and the mastery, we are given the magistrate, we are given the potency, we are given the token of control, delegated influence, authority, jurisdiction, liberty, power, right, strength. This is the word exousia that is used by Jesus. Behold, I give unto you. Now someone may say, well, that was just the disciples. When he charged them to go preach the gospel, he told them, as the Father has sent me, I send on you. But that was to everybody. How could just a select group of people be the only ones, they, back then, then they all die off, and then the power ceases, the gifts cease, all these other things stop existing. We have to look at the grand picture that we have been put on a badge and a, and a suit of authority to now go and enforce the work of Christ, especially against the spiritual enemy who will try his covert operations against not only the world but against the Christian believer so we have to be aware of that now the Bible says that he has given us power to thread upon now this is going to be a, a an interesting word because it the, the the meaning thread is 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 a path and and his word is a light unto our 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 feet and and it's a, it's a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path well the path that sometimes the enemy wants to lay out before us it means also to trample so not only have we walked a path that we have trampled and made it very clear from walking it so much that any little green thing that was possibly growing there, whether it was uh, 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 grass or, or, or weeds or, or, or anything, it literally gets trampled and crushed and, and a very clear path is made. Well, we are to trample upon the work of the enemy. We are to tread it down under our foot. Now, it's interesting because in the very uh, book of Genesis, in the very beginning in chapter 3, when Adam and Eve fell, God said that, you know, uh, you're, you, you, you're going to bruise his head. He's going he's gonna, to he's gonna want to take a bite out of your heel. Well, the heel is part of the foot. The foot is that part that uh, has the enemy underneath. And one of the promises to Jesus in the book of Psalms is that he would make the earth his footstool. In other words, uh, his enemies would be under him. And he gives that authority to his church, to the believers. When we read in Ephesians, he is the head of the body. Jesus is the head. And as being the head, we are the rest of the body. Now, as we consider that, 
we have to assume that all of us are linked and connected to the body through the Holy Spirit. That is the flow of life that flows from the head, that flows completely to our lives in everyday uh, activities and everything in everyday things that we do. So, the scripture puts it this way. In Ephesians 1, 22, well, let me read uh, 21 first. Uh, Christ has been set far above all principality, far above all power. That word power there again is the Greek word 1849, which means exousia. That means he has been exalted way above whatever principality, whatever power of authority, and whatever might, and the word might that is used there is the word dunamis. That means any miracle working power of the enemy, uh, of whatever he may, can, or will display, especially in the future during the time of the Antichrist, when the false prophet will make signs, everything from fire to uh, whatnot, you know, to take place, which was no different than what took place during the time of the confrontation between Moses and Pharaoh's uh, magicians, his saucers, where they conjured up and also made uh, uh, those snakes to appear and, and whatnot. Well, Jesus has been set far above all principality, all power. Uh, that's the word might, dunamis. All dunam, all authority, all exousia. And dominion. And, and dominion. That that means whatever mastery, whatever rulers, uh, whatever governments, uh, spiritual, he has been set higher than that. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. So all the ages are included. Now let's look at Ephesians one twenty two and one twenty three. And he has put all things under his feet. Well, the feet of Jesus is the body of Jesus. Literally, his physical body under his feet. But we are the body here on earth. How do I know that? Because of what the scripture says. And he has put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head over all things to the church. Which is his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. So the church, the, 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 uh, and I'm not talking about a particular church, but I'm talking about the body of Christ. Those that have been born again, those that have been filled with the Holy Spirit, those that are walking according to the light. It said, he has put all things. Well, he just mentioned all the things up above that were under him. Because of his name, he has put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head. So he's the head, we're the body. Over to, it says, over all things to the church. We have been given the exousia. We have been given the dunamis to exercise and enforce what Christ has accomplished and done on the cross. And once again, uh, Ephesians 1.23, which is his body. The church is his body. And where are the feet? On the body. And where is the enemy going to be trampled under? The feet. 
the feet. They're going to be trampled under the feet. And the feet are the body, the body of Christ, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So in this one little particular section, there is so much that is mentioned now. This is also from an Old Testament uh, promise. Uh, If we were to look at the book of Psalms, Psalm 91, verse uh, 11, the devil quoted this, but he stopped short of the fulfillment of what Christ was going to accomplish in the life of the believer. And if they were able to walk in this in the Old Testament, how much more now with the accomplished work of Christ on that cross and having been raised from the dead? For he shall give gifts. He shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all your ways. He shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against the stone. That's verse 12. Look at verse 13. Thou shalt thread upon the lion and the adder. Now, once again, the word thread there. It means to walk upon. That means to be able to uh, uh, guide and lead and to thresh down. So once again, the devil didn't want to quote that which was truth. So he just told Jesus, just jump off this uh, uh, pinnacle anyway. The angels of God, he's already said in his word that he'll he'll keep thee in all your ways and uh, he'll bear thee up lest you dash your foot, your foot against a stone. But then in verse 13, thou shalt thread upon the lion, the adder, the young lion, the dragon, thou shalt trample under thy feet. Now, all of these names that are used are used of Satan also. He is called a roaring lion, going about seeking whom he may devour. He is called a serpent, uh, a twisted serpent, uh, a, con- a contortionate creature that, that, that twists itself uh, as, it, as it moves around, but it also twists itself as a python or a boa constrictor or an anaconda to crush the life out of its enemy. He is also called the dragon. And the word dragon there that is, is used is talking about some type of a sea monster, a sea serpent, uh, a jackal, uh, some type of a creature uh, from the sea. Well, the scripture says that you will trample all of these under your feet. Well, our time is up and we still haven't finished identifying uh, that you'll trample upon serpents and scorpions and over all the authority, all the power of the enemy, and nothing by shall any means hurt you. But just remember this, you're the feet of Jesus. So when he stomps on that enemy, that's you stomping on him too. Consider this food for thought and for the imagination. Exercise and enforce the authority of Christ in your life, whether it's through prayer, testifying, witnessing, laying hands on people, casting out devils, exercise and enforce that authority in jesus name be blessed until we see you again join us tomorrow keep looking up our redeem our redeemer and redemption draw near amen